You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into another edition of Spits and Suds postgame edition, a victory postgame edition. We haven't been able to say that in four games as the Stars ended their four-game skid with what I think was one of their better wins of the season, 2-1 to one over the Carolina Hurricanes, sweeping the Hurricanes in the season series, a very, very tough team to play against, and the Stars got the better for the second time in a row. I'm Gavin Spittle of 1053 The Fan. Thank you for supporting and listening to Spits and Suds, and we saw the debut tonight of a guy that we've wanted to see for a while, didn't know if it was going to happen this year. There really wasn't a reason to rush this but when you see him tonight you say to yourself oh wow it is true and if you hadn't seen logan stankoven as far as tape you were like wow as the five foot eight winger the 20 year old uh, played really really well tonight for the dallas stars Uh, i think he's like a faster version of a brendan gallagher Um, where he does not have a big frame, but he plays big. He likes to play in front of the net. He doesn't mind the cross-check to the back, and the shot is there, the speed is there. And if I didn't tell you that it was his debut tonight, then you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know that Logan Stankoven... Uh, played for the first time tonight. It was absolutely amazing watching him. The calmness, the regularity of putting pressure on Carolina, the defensive lapses weren't there that you might see in a rookie from time to time. He looked like he belonged. He looked like he doesn't want to go back down. And a couple of you have asked that, and we'll get to your questions in just a couple of minutes. But it does bring up some interesting scenarios. It's just one game, but it was great to see the debut, albeit tough to see Tyler Sagan out of the lineup. We'll have to see the extent of that injury as the injuries continue to rack up. But the other thing I think the Stankoven uh, in insertion into the lineup did was it provided some much-needed energy. This was kind of a team that had been flat, very flat against Ottawa. Yes. Did they outshoot and outplay Boston? Yeah, I think they did. They deserve to win that game. Uh, the New York Rangers, a lot of people think they deserve to win that game. Um, I thought the Rangers played pretty well, too, so that could have gone either way. But Ottawa, clearly you were flat, so it was nice to have Stankoven uh, come in and uh, get the job done tonight. We also need to talk about Jake Ottinger. It wasn't like a Jake Ottinger 42 save performance that you're used to, but we like it. He made 20 saves. 
And it was only 20 because the Dallas Stars blocked 25 shots. And that's one thing that we've talked about on Spits and Suds is the versatility of this Stars team. Finding various ways to win when you just you know, don't have, let's just say, the speed. Although against Carolina, it was there tonight. But the defensive ability was really strong tonight. 25 block shots, getting into lanes, killing the penalty. Uh, Carolina was 0 for 2. Uh, just really prevented Carolina from getting into their game, from parking in front of Ottinger, for creating kind of havoc, limiting as far as grade A opportunities. And you saw that one goal, say Sebastian Ajo on, an, uh, on a breakaway of all the players. I tweeted this out for the bounce to go to Sebastian Ajo was not the player that you wanted to me underrated in that if this guy played for the New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins, Montreal Canadiens, you name the team, Chicago Blackhawks, people would be talking about Sebastian Ajo as one of the best in the game because he is that complete player. He's a two-way player. So for him to get the puck on a breakaway, I can't blame Jake Ottinger. The guy is just a stud on the ice. So that made it one-to-one. Uh, after Jason Robertson scored the first goal of the game, his 19th of the season, just a really, really nice play, a follow-through play where he shot, it was blocked, and then went wide on the goalie, and uh, that was assisted by Miro Heiskanen and uh, Joe Pavelski. Uh, so Robertson starts off the scoring, Aho with the uh, breakaway, and then Wyatt Johnston, who I thought was the best player on the game. The TV, uh, Pete DeBoer said after the game, that he thought that Jamie Ben was the best player on the ice. I mean, that was the line. The Stankover, Wyatt Johnston, and Jamie Ben line uh, was the line of the night. And I got to tell you, similar to matching up Matt Duchesne with uh, Tyler Sagan and Mason Marchman and the difference it made in their game or what happened as far as, you know, igniting uh, players, you know, you see what a hints can do for a Pavelski or what a Pavelski can do for a Robertson. What I'm saying is, is when you find that chemistry, it just looks so good on the ice. And I think they found that tonight as far as where Logan Stankoven can be, because that chemistry between him and Wyatt Johnston and that veteran leadership of Jamie Ben, there were several times that you saw on the bench that Jamie Ben was talking uh, to the youngsters. And you know what's amazing is they're only 70 some odd days apart from each other. Even though Stankoven's called up and he's 20, he's still not the youngest. Wyatt Johnston's younger than him. And we forget that because Wyatt Johnston doesn't make mistakes. Wyatt Johnston is that complete player. Wyatt Johnston really good in the faceoff circle. Wyatt Johnston has the great scoring touch. It's just I feel like Wyatt Johnston looks like he's been in the NHL for about five or six years. It is hard to believe that he's 20. And then you see Logan Stankoven tonight and you're like, wow, I feel like Logan Stankoven has been on this team. And then I say to myself, oh yeah, here comes Maverick Bork who could be as good as both of them. And then we're having a marquee defenseman in the future in Liam Bixel, who still has a lot to learn, but he's got size and he can move the puck. 
And that's why I don't necessarily want to pull any triggers on prospects. Because to me, what you saw tonight is what you saw when Jake Ottinger came up, when Jason Robertson came up, the majority and the ability to be on the ice and really fit in. And, and that 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 feeling that they've been there for a while. So it's going to be an interesting scenario in the next couple of weeks, what Jim Nill has to do at the trade deadline, obviously a right-handed defenseman. And, you know, that's, that's the number one goal. I think we all know that. And you know what? There are about four or five other teams, including the Toronto Maple Leafs who are all in that want a right-handed defenseman. So we'll uh, certainly uh, see what happens. You guys had some great questions tonight and I want to get to those questions and thank you so much for your feedback. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Didn't want to point out a couple of other players that I thought played really, really well tonight for the stars. Ryan Suter. We, you know, we dog Ryan Suter a lot, but I think Ryan Suter played really, really well tonight. Um, and the, the stars decor in general, uh, Carolina comes at you fast. They move in straight lines and they're deep on the four check and their job is to be very, very pesky. And I thought the stars did a great job getting out of their zone tonight, getting out quick. The outlet passes were really strong. So I did want to point out the stars defense. I thought they had a, a, a really good night. When you look at the time on ice for the stars and, and where it was, uh, you had Haskinen at 22 minutes, Ryan Suter, 24 minutes. That's what I'm talking about. Ryan Suter played a lot tonight with Esalen Dell, who also played well at 24:30, And uh, then you had Thomas Harley at 2047. They're going to protect that third line pairing. That's why you see so many numbers up in the mid twenties, Joel Hanley at 1127 and then pull at 956. So I think they did a good job uh, protecting that third line of defense. Uh, didn't find themselves in a lot of trouble didn't find themselves back in their zone. I think the one thing that they probably can improve themselves on is they try sometimes to get out of their zone with some delicate passes and that can get them in trouble, especially if it's a uh, turnover, but all in all, just a real, real nice effort for this team. I like these two to one wins because it's gutsy. It shows that you can win a defensive game. It shows that your goaltender can step up and especially with a four game losing streak to respond in this fashion. I, that's why I think it's one of the better wins of the year. All right. Questions, Rudy opinions as well at cuz Rudy. What a win tonight. Great to finally add to the victory column and awesome to see Logan's NHL debut would have liked to see a goal or point, but he looked good out there. <laughs> of course, <laughs> my man, you're getting picky, Rudy. We'd all love to see that, but you know what? He was active and he showed great energy on the ice. And I think that's what, uh, you know, people really care about. He finished with uh, three shots uh, on the night and that led the Dallas stars as far as shots on net. So I, you know, I think from that standpoint, um, actually as a Lindell one, uh, that category with four shots on net, but as far as the forwards are concerned, Stankoven was the leader in that category. Um, so yes, would have liked to see, boy, he had a couple of really, really good scoring chances. His parents were in the crowd, but I think they'd be really proud of his activity and his energy tonight. He was all over the place. All right, Chris Barnard at C Barnard 82. Tanif doesn't play the minutes Hannafin does. If they were both left-handed, would you value him the same way? I like him, 
but wouldn't give a first. Would for Hannafit. He'd also take away some of the wear and tear from Haskinen and Harley. Also, one for one, D'Angelo for Hockenpah. Would you do it? Um, yes, I would. Would Carolina? No, they would not. Uh, Yanni Hockenpah at this point, I don't think brings a lot of value to another team. Yes, he's pretty good on the kill, but I, I don't. I mean, unless a team is really, really good on defense and they just need a third line pairing that's going to play limited minutes, five on five, then maybe Yanni Hockenpah, but they're certainly not going to to, to give up an asset uh, for that. So would I do it? Yes. Do I think uh, Carolina and Rob Brindamore would do it? No, I do not think. Uh, as far as Tanif and Hannafin, I think Tanif brings the intangibles. I think Tanif's going to put it all on the line. Uh, yeah, Hannafin, I think, is the better puck mover. Um, I just don't like him as the fit that I like as far as Tanif. Um, you know, I, I'm really nervous about giving up a first rounder for uh, a rental. And it's interesting. We talked about this on Spits and Suds. Last year, your big trade deadline acquisition, we can talk about Dodonoff and we can talk about Max Domi, but wouldn't we all agree that the best trade deadline acquisition was the call-up of Thomas Harley? And I say that to tell you that on Spits and Suds the other day, Sean Shapiro, our NHL insider, let us all know that if Liam Bixell was down in Texas instead of choosing to go to Sweden, which he has that right. He pulled that trigger in his contract at only 19 years old. Sean truly believes that big Bix would have been up for this Dallas stars team. And I agree with him. And if that's the case, would that have changed our philosophy as far as picking up a defenseman or would it have been added defensive depth but not necessarily a top two pairing defense. So that's something to think about. Um, I really love Tanev's game. I love that he lays it all on the line. I think that's really good for the locker room. And I think you need those guys in the playoffs that's just going to leave body parts um, out there. It's going to be tough. That's not going to allow your team to be pushed around. That's going to provide some leadership. So uh, I think he sets an example. So if I had my choice, I think Tanif actually is uh, the better fit. But, you know, he's not my number one choice. You guys know uh, my number one choice is I've said it many times on this podcast, uh, but you know, it's a really, really good question. All right. What else do we have? Hunter at Hunter Dal S H K Y. All right. It's late at night at Hunter Dallas H K Y meaning hockey. All right. He talks about Logan Stankov and he plays much stronger than is and so quick with his play. Looks like he belonged from the first shift. Always been so high on him and glad he's finally got his chance. Do you think they'll keep him in the lineup when Sagan gets back? Different lines, but it seemed to matter. Um, I think if he plays like he did tonight, yes, they're going to have a tough time uh, getting him out of the lineup. I think what you'll see happen is Tyler Sagan will resume on that uh, second line uh, with Duchesne and Marchman. And uh, that third line will feature Ben, Wyatt Johnston, and Logan Stankoven. Um, and then they'll move DeLandria down to that fourth line. And they'll set up a rotation uh, of Craig Smith, Foxa, or DeLandria getting scratched. 
that would be my guess if Logan Stankoven continue his play like he uh, did uh, tonight. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Matthew Valtiera asked, TF wrong with the power play. Well, I would say nothing TF wrong with the power play tonight. I actually think Carolina is one of the best kills in the NHL. That triangle, uh, shorthanded defense that Rob Brindamore likes to play in, that uh, aggressive attack. Uh, shorthanded um, kill that they like to implement. It's it, it's very energetic. You saw how aggressive they were. Um, it's a tough, it's a tough kill to play against. Uh, Rob Brindamore after the game was actually pretty critical. Uh, he thought the Stars got some penalties they shouldn't have, and he thought that if you're going to call it that way, that my team should have got a couple. So he was pretty critical of uh, the Zebras tonight. Uh, but I think that's the issue with the power play. Simon Cave, at Simon underscore Cave, asked why is the power play so bad? It's listless. Well, let's just chalk it up to Carolina, and let's see what happens against the New York Islanders, which is their next game. At Crow Wi-Fi, Carolina's penalties killing a scout. Yeah, it's stout. Yeah, you're absolutely Absolutely right. That's three in a row. That talks about uh, the the uh, kill and the power play, and I agree. Um, they are very, very good. You know what? The Stars' kill was really good. They did not allow Carolina to set up shop. That was really impressive tonight from the Dallas Stars. All right, at uh, Masker of Ants, otherwise known as Chris. Uh, let's see. He talks about Wyatt Johnston, and it was off of my tweet where I mentioned. Um, that Logan Stankoven plays like he's been in the league for years. Wyatt Johnston is actually younger than Logan Stankoven, born 77 days apart. Both are 20 years old. The future is bright. And um, Chris just says he's just always in the right place and working his butt off. And the times there have been mistakes, he makes up for it and makes us forget that they happen. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we really forget how valuable Wyatt Johnston is. He's going to be a restricted free agent coming up, not this year, but the year after. Stars have an interesting decision whether or not they want to bridge him, which is a smaller term, but also less money. Or do you want to just give him the eight-year contract and just pay him what he's worth? Uh, okay. Uh, at K9 Mike 1963. Uh, give him more time if Marchman can't come back. Well, uh, Marchman did come back after he was leaking hard on the ice, getting a puck in the face. Whew. So uh, that was uh, really, really tough uh, to see. But he came back in the third period, just a gutsy, uh, gutsy effort from Marchman. Craig Fortner at Craig TX80, three shots and drew a penalty through two. Great start. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Green Bay of Texas, uh, I was, uh, mentioned, uh, that's when I said, uh, Stankoven was five, eight and causing issues in front of the Carolina net. And he asked any chance he sticks around 
And then I told him that I'll explain it on uh, Spits and Suds, which I did. And he'll say, I'll sure to take a listen. So I appreciate that. Green Bay of Texas. So all in all, a absolutely terrific effort from the boys tonight as they take down Carolina two to one. The other good news is that in Colorado tonight, the Toronto Maple Leafs were your best friend. Not when you played them two times this season, but tonight the Maple Leafs beat the Avalanche in Colorado. Therefore, Dallas um, uh, back on top in the Central Division. And that is a Central Division that is going to absolutely uh, come down to the wire. So you can always continue to uh, just send us notes at GJ Spittle, at Sean Shapiro, at Robert Tiffin, <laughs> um, and any of our guys. Uh, at David Castillo, we uh, absolutely uh, are happy to answer all your questions. It's a family here on Spits and Suds, and uh, we are happy to uh, help you uh, whatever way we can. Uh, also wanted to point out that uh, Samantha Webb Stewart, I got tipped off about this. So her son, Levi, um, came down to the ice against the boards and he asked for a puck, uh, for his birthday. Hashtag it's my birthday. Just a real cute picture. And Samantha posted after the game, Levi tried so hard today. Rope hands gave him a puck and a grown man took it from him. Levi was so upset that's his favorite player hopes this reaches the Dallas stars. So someone tipped me off on it on uh, spits and suds. And tomorrow I'm proud to say that Levi will join me at the radio station tomorrow morning for his birthday. Levi will get to spend some time in the studio watching some of our guys at work. And then Levi is going to come in the production studio with me and we'll become a Spits and Suds host. And we're going to cut a little uh, hockey talk with Levi and talk about probably this victory and who his favorite stars are. And we also have some special surprises for uh, Levi. Maybe he'll just get that puck after all. That's all I'm saying. So I just wanted to give that PSA. Adults out there listening, I know it's tough. Who doesn't get excited? I remember when I caught my first foul ball at a baseball game. I was super excited. Um, but you do get to an age where you have to understand that your puck up on the mantle that you grabbed has so much less value than a puck on the mantle of a beautiful child like Levi who will look at it before he goes to bed every single night. And the value that brings to him that his favorite player gave it to him. I mean, that's when dreams come true. That inspires kids here in DFW to play this great sport. I don't want to go on a tirade because I don't think that's right. Because, you know, if that adult wanted the puck, I mean, so be it. All I'm going to say is, Levi, you and I are going to have a blast tomorrow. It's going to be a rock star day. And you are going to get so much more 
than just one puck. I promise you that, and you deserve it, my man. Happy birthday. So I'll post that on my social media after my day with Levi tomorrow, but I just wanted to point that out that uh, it's a happy ending. If you saw it on Facebook, it did get a lot of uh, reaction. We're going to take care of them on Spits and Suds. So Stars win 2-1, to one, big victory. Everyone can go to bed smiling tonight, back at it, back home. And then I did want to point out real quick, that first game coming off a road trip, especially, you know, a road trip that you feel like you've been on for a long time. Um, those are tough. Craig Ludwig talks to me about this. It's almost like another away game. You haven't got adjusted to back to home yet. And all of a sudden you're playing on home ice. So just keep that in mind. If the boys are a little sluggish out there, uh, it's always a tricky game. Um, but at the same time, let's hope they come out with some fresh legs after a day off tomorrow and uh, take on the Islanders. So I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan. Thank you so much for listening and supporting and Bits and Suds. Have a great night, everyone.